over the walls of Jerusalem. Now there are the real watchmen who stand guard at the city gates. But these are not those sentries, those uh, watchmen who stand uh, with a rifle in their hands. They are not the ones who will uh, ward off the enemies. But these are the watchmen who call on the name of the Lord. These are watchmen who stand guard uh, over the city. And these are not people who will fight you know, flesh and blood uh, with arm of flesh, with the arm of flesh. But these are people who guard the people by prayer as they call on the name of the Lord. The Lord has established a group of people who will be watchmen over the city, who will be watchmen over the people of God, who will pray, who will intercede, who will stand in the gap, who will uh, see the needs of the people, who will see the enemy coming. Now, it's not just the physical enemy, but also the spiritual attacks that are coming. The watchmen, the seers, what you see in the uh, Old Testament, very many passages, you will find the word of uh, words uh, which are referred to prophets, or which are referred to people who watch over cities called as seers. Those who are men of God, who, uh, who see things, who, who are not just uh, people who prophesy, but who also are able to discern, who, are able, who have understanding, who have knowledge of what's going on, who have a different eye to what's going on in people's lives. And they see the attacks of the enemy coming. They see the devil uh, scheming. They are able to discern things. They are able to place things as things begin to move and take shape and things begin to happen. They are able to discern and identify and know there is something that is going to happen. There is danger coming. They can, uh, they have an extrasensory um, uh, system in place, you know, where there can be a discernment in a very supernatural way where the Lord reveals things to them. And uh, they also have a very different eye over the people of God. Now these are God-appointed watchmen. Today we're going to be talking about watchful watchmen. <laughs> they can be watchmen who can be sleeping. They can be watchmen who can be uh, having a time of, a good time of gossip with another watchman, you know, who is also on the same uh, duty time. And especially after everybody has gone to sleep, very often you see the watchman asleep as well. And many times uh, when we drive into our uh, apartment uh, compound, we see our watchman asleep and in the sleep he, you know, he says, come in. <laughs> you know, you can see only his hand wave and he's asleep. <laughs> Maybe he knows that the moment he sees the color of the car or something that he knows that uh, these are people who live here. But, you know, there are sleeping watchmen. But, uh, you know, our watchman exactly blows the whistle exactly at 11.30 at night. Exactly sharp at 11.30, you can hear a whistle, a loud whistle. And then that's it for the night. <laughs> he tells all the thieves around, I think, hey, you know, now it's time, my duty is over, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, these are not watchmen like the watchmen of the world who uh, fall asleep. Uh, or these are not watchmen who will fight with flesh and blood, uh, who are armed 
uh, use the arm of flesh but these are watchmen who stand guard over people's lives they see the enemy plotting they see the enemy coming they see the enemy you know working in people's lives they can see the schemes of the devil they can see the plotting happening they can see circumstances they can uh, see people uh, beginning to uh, experience some kind of a disturbance in their lives uh, they can uh, they can discern those things and they know that something is going wrong they know that something is disturbed something has come as a disturbance something is upset people upset the family something has uh, brought in something uh, the enemy has come and sown tares uh, among wheat and have gone uh, there are some sheep that have come uh, you know wolves who have come in sheep's clothing the you know these watchmen can discern they can uh, they 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 will be able to see those things and these are times where god is calling us i believe to be watchmen over the walls of the people of god hallelujah amen and we are called to be watchful watchmen who will pray who will uh, not just be awake at nights but who will always have this prayerful attitude uh, all the time where we can see what's going on and god will give us uh, enlightened eyes to be able to know what is happening in the spiritual realm they will these are watchmen who will never be silent they are always having this uh, deep passion they are always having this great burden they are always having this they are disturbed when somebody else is disturbed they are talking about they thinking about it they are praying about it uh, they are carrying people in their hearts in their lives they are watchful in their minds they are watchful they are looking at people they are seeing what's going on they can observe uh, not just to you know be inquisitive and to know people's personal life stories and so that they can take it out and gossip with somebody else but here they are with a spiritual burden they are carrying them in their hearts and god has appointed these watchmen to carry them in their hearts and uh, and i believe that every one of us also have this call and god is calling us to be watchmen over one another now these are not uh, a call, this is not a call to be a spiritual policeman <laughs> uh, to all the time uh, you know be policing others there is difference between uh, having a watchful eye and being a police you know a moral police you know you see moral policing in the uh, in our country in many many places uh probably on valentines day there are uh, you know people who are in love with one another gather together and they were they are out probably in a park or something like that and then you will find that some fringe groups come and beat them up and uh, you know uh, abuse them and do all kinds of harm to them uh, this is what is called moral policing you know this is not about moral policing but this is about having a burden this is about caring this is about loving this is about being in relationship with one another this is about getting to know each other's struggles and needs and this is about being a watchman over uh, one another amen i believe that god is calling us to be a spiritual uh, watchman over the, uh, the people of god over our own lives over our families over the church of jesus and over the city as well over the people about whom we are burdened about and we want to see them in, enter into the kingdom you can never pray with such an earnestness um unless you have encountered god personally and unless that burden has come from god and that burden can come from god and be- becoming a watchman appointed by god comes from god and that can happen only when you are having a personal close relationship with the lord very personally and you are encountering god personally on a day to day basis 
and then uh, you will come to that place where uh, you carry the heart of god you encounter god and you encounter his presence and as you encounter him on a day to day basis you encounter his heart you begin to sense his heart you because you're coming closer to his heart you're drawing near to him the more you draw near to him you begin to experience his heart and what is his heartbeat what he carries in his heart you begin to carry also what would burden him will begin to burden you what he wants to do you will also want to do you just begin to uh, carry his heart you become an extended arm in the heart of god in the world and that's what happens as you begin to be consumed by uh, the presence of god and as you are carrying his presence and you as and as you are walking with him his needs become your needs amen very often we go to god for our needs but we begin to move to another place where uh, his needs his desires become our desires his need become our they become our needs and uh, the bible talks about you who call on the on the lord give yourselves no rest and give him no rest you know very often we can go into this level of spiritual laziness and complacency where there can be no burden there can be no urgency there can be no uh, you know when we see people's lives when we see people's needs when we see the condition of many people when we see them backsliding you know nothing disturbs us we we just you know are just caring about ourselves we just want to be uh, good we just want to feel happy we just want to receive our blessings we just want somebody to pray for us and it can be a very very selfish superficial life but that's not what christian life is all about christian life is all about caring for one another as well amen praise the lord that's why god has put us together as a church the body of christ the idea of the body of christ itself in scriptures you see as a family of god as a household of god and why he calls it as household is because a household is one which is in close relationship with one another a household which is a place where there is safety where there is comfort where there is care and love for one another and a household is something that is uh, that is god ordained and this household of god is god ordained and god has brought us all together not just by chance not because uh, you know by accident you know you just stumbled upon this place and you just walked in no it's because of god's eternal plan and purpose that god has put us all together so that we can be watching over each other's lives we can be watching over and the city we can and that's a promise that god gave us as we as a lord uh, you know led to open up this ministry 20 years back where god gave us a word of promise that i have many people in this city God has kept us in this city for a purpose God has kept us together as the church of Jesus in this city for a purpose and that is to be watchmen over the walls of this city hallelujah we need to pray for the people in this city we need to pray for the needs of the people in this city we need to pray for the broken lives the you know just as nehemiah saw the city of jerusalem he heard the news about the city of jerusalem that the walls were broken the gates were burned up the lives of the people were in disgrace and they were in great trouble he heard of this hanani one of his brothers brought this news to them and just the news about what was going on back in jerusalem while he had a good job you know he had a complete very established family and a job security and he was working in the king's palace he was a a uh, cup bearer to the king and he was in a very comfortable place but he didn't just say thank you jesus even though their lives are bad my life is good you know he didn't get up on a sunday morning testifying that god has given me very good secure secure job he's given me good income he's given me access to the king he's kept me in a very favorable place i am highly favored i am very much blessed and i am thankful to god and that's all that i need and he didn't 
and he didn't close that uh, with just praising god but when he heard about the the sad news of what's going on in the city of jerusalem the condition of the people it disturbed him it troubled him it left him sleepless it made him to be you know a, uh, to wake up and to pray his spiritual eyes were opened up and he began to pray he began to sense a burden he began to feel the need of the people and he began to pray so much that he fasted and prayed and as he fasted and prayed he went on to repent he said lord forgive me forgive my father's uh, you know household and their sins and everything why would he want to pray for his sins and his father's sins why because he felt that the sin uh, of the land has affected the lives of the people and he took personal responsibility and he identified himself as one of them as one of the people who were suffering even though his own family and his own life was fine and they were doing well and they were happy and they were well settled and they had good incomes and even though everything was going fine with him it disturbed him so much hallelujah may god open the eyes our spiritual eyes this morning to see the needs of the people around us so that we will turn out to become watchmen watchful watchmen over the city hallelujah amen may we see the condition of the lives of the people right here and the fa- the the lives of the families you know uh, in the families those who are not yet saved those who are not entered into the kingdom of god they might be your own brother your sister your father your mother your husband your wife somebody who has not accepted the lord jesus in their life and their lives are broken down their lives are in disgrace you see them you know if they if the lord comes tonight where will they spend eternity you know they might be amassing well they might be doing well in their jobs they might be uh, you know working hard they might be doing well in their education they might be doing well in society but yet ultimately you know is their soul saved and you see the spiritual condition of their lives and when we see the spiritual condition and the need around us it should disturb us it should trouble us it should drive us to pray it is it should drive us to a place where we will no give no rest to our lives give no rest to our eyes until we see their lives changed and transformed and established in the kingdom of god hallelujah amen we need to ask god that he will disturb us his spirit will disturb us his spirit will burden us with such a burden with such a passion that we will not you know uh, rest until we see the hand of the lord work a powerful transformation in their lives you who call on the lord it's an assumption here it's an assumption here you who call on the lord assuming that you, these are people who call on the lord and he calls them the way he calls the watchmen are by this phrase you who call on the lord you are watchmen you naturally are the ones who are calling on the name of the lord you are the ones who are standing guard over the city you are the ones who are watching for the enemy you are the one who is preventing you know danger and attack you who call on the lord can the lord call on us this morning and say you who call on the lord can he look at us and say you are the watchmen you I'm talking to you who are watchmen over the city you who are the ones who intercede you who are the ones who stand guard you who are the ones who call on me day and night you are the ones who are not silent night and day can the lord look at us and say you are the ones 
Oh, are we totally busy and completely blind to the things that are going on in the world, things that are going on in other people's lives, the way the devil is devouring people's lives, the way all hell is turned loose against people. Are we able to see how demonic things are working against people, how witchcrafts are affecting people? Are we able to see how people are under demonic oppression, how people are under, you know, spirit of infirmity that is making them sick, you know, even though they don't have any disease? Have you, have you come across people who are so tired and worn out and depressed even though there is no reason when everything is going fine. There's something that is going on in people's lives which the Lord has to open our eyes to and the Lord is calling us to become watchful watchmen over people's lives. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord. Lord give me no rest. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Until I see something happen. I see something happen. You know what he, what he is going to do? You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest and give him no rest till he establishes Jerusalem. Until he establishes Jerusalem. Until he establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the earth. Now Jerusalem is there as a nation, already established as a city. Israel is, is functioning as a nation. There is a king who is ruling over the nation. But this is talking about the way the nation, the city has to be established spiritually. Now, if you just go back to chapter 61 and verses 10 and 11, just the preceding chapter and read verses 10 and 11. This is what the Lord is desiring. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God. 61, 10 and 11. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the soil makes a sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. Righteousness and praise should spring out from the city of Jerusalem that it will be visible to all the nations. And that's what the Lord is burdened about. That salvation will come and righteousness will be born in people's lives. And their lives will be turned. That sinners will become saints. That's what the Lord wants to see happen in the city of Jerusalem. And that's what he's talking about. He's talking about those who will give no rest to God. Who will cry out day and night and say, Lord do something. We want to see the lives of the people established in, Jeru in righteousness, in salvation. Jerusalem has to be established. Yes, they were already a city, but they need to be established spiritually. They had the physical, you know, establishment of a nation. That is good as a political kingdom. But now they need to be established spiritually. And very often when they were not established spiritually, it also affected the natural kingdom also. Anytime a person is not doing well spiritually, it will affect their natural lives as well. It will affect their minds. It will affect their soul. It will affect the body. It will affect their jobs. It will affect their incomes. It will affect their family relationships. It will affect every area of life. But when you fix this, Everything else gets fixed automatically. Hallelujah. Amen. You fix the spiritual problem and the, you know, the natural issues of life and the day-to-day -day, you know, problems and needs of life and everything will be met so beautifully. The Lord will lead in a, peace, in a, in a, in a life of peace and in a life of you know, good uh, future, into a life of good future. That's what will happen to those who establish themselves well in righteousness through salvation that will come to them. Now, and also he goes on to say in 62 verse 7, you who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest and give him no rest till he establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the earth. 
the lord wants to establish the people in righteousness and he will make them the praise of the earth amen hallelujah restless prayer of oversight overseeing the people and restlessly praying and it's not just a praying ministry just praying for some specific needs here and there it's not just praying for some miracles to happen for some good things to happen it's but it is to keep watch in prayer and this watchfulness reestablishes righteousness through salvation of the souls and through bringing back of those who are backslidden which will result in making them the praise of the earth people around will see the change people around will see the transformation people around will see the blessing the spiritual progress the change the transformation and we as a church of jesus need to be with the watchmen having a restless oversight over the people of god over the city that god has kept us in and we must see that that those people are established in righteousness through salvation and through a transformation in their lives that will result in the praise of the earth on one hand we praise and glorify god on one hand we worship god and we bring praise to him we bring glory and honor to him as we lift his name and praise and worship him by but on the other hand by watchful prayer by uh, oversight over people's lives through prayer we also see the spiritual condition of the people restored and uh, that happens only through prayer and we can become sloppy and sleepy we can become indifferent and ignorant we can become uh, just just be ignoring we can just simply become blind to the spiritual condition of the people around us but god is calling us to wake up and have a restless oversight over people's lives by being watchmen on the walls and by making the people of god to become a praise for all the earth hallelujah amen there's one thing to praise god but also god wants to see praise coming to us in one sense you understand that when people see the transformation when see people see the righteousness established into our lives people begin to honor and praise you they will begin to see and appreciate what's what god has done in your life they will begin to honor what god has done in your life you will become the praise of the earth as well hallelujah amen not that we take the place of god and receive that praise but where you will become such a beautiful testimony of the work of god in your life and you will also see through your prayer and through your intercession by being watchmen on the walls other people's lives will be reestablished in righteousness and restored and built up once again and they will become the praise of the earth hallelujah people will start talking about it people look at their lives we thought they will not make it we thought things will go bad we thought that's it it's all over we thought the praise is over but look at what god has done such a beautiful thing in their life why because you have prayed relentlessly because you have prayed restlessly because you have not given yourself rest and because you have not given rest for god also you've been calling out to him day and night and you will you will see many people's lives becoming the praise of the earth hallelujah amen hallelujah it's such a wonderful thing what you can do you know on your knees is something so powerful and which can only be done by such watchmen who are appointed by god hallelujah and i believe god is calling us to become watchful watchmen even this morning and so the first thing that we talked about this morning is restless oversight restless oversight and second thing we're going to be talking about is relentless vigilance you know restless prayer and also now a relentless vigilant we we got to be vigilant 
uh, of course there's a difference uh, in one sense of course praying restlessly is one thing but now also becoming a vigilant in a way you you know vigilance you know the department of vigilance is there and they can see things in a very different way they have very very different ways of investigating things they they have you know information that comes to them from different places they they have uh, people who will give them input from different uh, you know uh, different locations different quarters and uh, they will have their own people agents appointed in different places where from where they can gather information and you will see you will see them uh, bring cha- change uh, to whole circumstances and uh, big decisions will be made by the authorities based on simple information that comes from here and there from small tip off can we talk a little later can uh, you know they will receive small information from here and there which will come from different quarters nobody will know where the information is coming nobody will know who the one who the one is who will give them the tip off you know they will all be working together they, they will all be in the neighborhood they will all be in that same place there will be a lot of people but nobody knows who among them is the one who is an agent of the vigilance agency a vigilant person who is very very careful who is very shrewd who is watching with a watchful eye in a very different perspective that's the way god wants us wants us to be vigilant uh, look at this in isaiah chapter 56 and verses 10 to 12 Isaiah 56 verses 10 to 12 Israel's watchmen are blind they all lack knowledge they are all mute dogs they cannot bark they lie around and dream they love to sleep they are dogs with mighty appetites they never have enough they are shepherds who lack understanding they all turn to their own way they seek their own gain come each one cries let me get wine let us drink our fill of beer and tomorrow will be like today or even far better these are israel's watchmen these are those who watch over the people of israel they are blind look at the watchmen are they vigilant they are not vigilant they are blind they they have seeing eyes but they can't see the need they can't see the, where the people are going they can't see what's in store for the people if they go this way what's going to happen to them they can't see the enemy coming what does a dog do when somebody passes by the street or somebody comes to the gate it barks but what are they israel's watchmen god calls them they are all mute dogs even while they see a stranger even while they see the thief coming these dogs are not barking and how does a dog guard a home by barking and the moment it starts barking and it barks in a different way isn't it while you come in it will bark in a different way am i right i've never had we've never had a dog here but i i've observed a little bit but when somebody else or a stranger or a postman or somebody comes at the gate you know it barks differently isn't it and by the way it barks you who own the dog you know there's somebody out there am i right yes but these watchmen don't bark 
they are like mute dogs they cannot bark they are watching the enemy coming they are placed as watchmen but they are not barking when the enemy is coming they lie around and dream and they love to sleep anybody who loves sleep they lie around and dream they are just dreaming they see the enemy coming and devouring them they see the thief coming to steal kill and destroy they know if the if the they know they are able to see that the gate is open they are able to see that easily the enemy is going to come and devour but yet they are blind and they are blind not that they can't see they can see but they are blind to the realities the spiritual realities the spiritual dangers they are blind to the enemy who's coming and they they are dogs with mighty appetites verse 11 they never have enough they are more selfish they are shepherds who lack understanding they all turn their own way they seek their own gain come each one cries let me get wine let us drink our fill of beer and tomorrow we will be like today or even far better they are more indulging in self pleasure they lack discernment of what is going on in people's lives they are not raising the red flag they are not raising an alarm they are just sleeping they are just dreaming and that's how the shepherds are the shepherds of the people of israel and so as shepherds over god's flock we ought not to be like that and so once in a while you will hear us bark you'll hear us raise an alarm you'll hear us raise a red flag you'll you'll see the red flag you'll see some kind of caution warning once in a while because we are able to see and sometimes maybe you don't see that and you're wondering and sometimes you're thinking what's wrong today today's message was not like all uh, always why because there is something that is visible that most people don't see and so the dog starts barking because they know the danger is coming the watchman will know when danger is coming the watchman will rise up to protect when danger is coming the dogs will start barking when the stranger is coming the dogs will start barking when there's a thief there's who's trying to penetrate who's trying to break in the dog should not be silent a dog should not be eating and sleeping a dog must be awake a dog must be going around at night the dog must be alert to any unnatural sound or movement and the dogs can sense and that's how we as watchmen must be while when others don't see while others are blind to spiritual realities we must be as watchmen who will be able to see what is happening we must be able to see dangers coming we must be able to see and we must be able to help people and we must be able to not just pray alone but also make sure that they are well guarded we need to bring those safety guards that's why very often you will hear us pushing us to prayer pushing us to come pushing us not to miss a service not to miss a time of prayer 
Why? Because we know there's a danger coming. We know that you are going down a slippery slope. And that's not good. You are just at the beginning of a slippery slope. And when we sense that there are some people at the beginning of the, you know, of a slippery slope. And we know once they step down, take another couple of steps down that slippery slope. It's really going to make them to slip and fall. And so as watchmen, like dogs that bark, we have to make, bring an alarm, sound the alarm shout the trumpet blow the trumpet shout on the rooftops and call for people to pray call for people to a spiritual renewal call for a spiritual restoration call for a spiritual transformation because if we don't do that we will be like these watchmen who will just eat and sleep we will just eat and sleep and we will be just selfish and just serving for selfish gain and just serve for selfish gain. There is, no, there is no purpose in serving for a selfish gain. There is no meaning in serving for a selfish gain. There is, no, there, is no, there is no purpose, there is no meaning, there is no accomplishment. There is no use of serving just for selfish gain. That's what Jesus said. I have not come to be served, but I have come to serve and give my life as a ransom for many. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God is calling us to serve. God is calling us to raise the red flag. God is calling us to sound the alarm. God is calling us to shout from the rooftops. God is calling us to watch over people's lives. God is calling us to a relentless vigilance. Where we can caution, we can warn, we can pull people, we can hold people up, we can even Bark like a dog and sound the alarm and say, hey, danger is coming. The enemy is coming. You are on a slippery slope. You're going to slip and fall. There's a hole in the wall. The gates are not locked. The door is open. Watch out. God is calling us to relentless without giving up to be vigilant over the people around us, our own lives, our spouses, over our children, over our families. Amen. Today we live in a postmodern world where the philosophy is this. There are no absolute truths. There are no absolute truths. In other words, what it means is there's nothing that everybody has to subscribe to as truth. And with that, what happens is you can believe in something. You can believe in something. I can believe in something. And whatever I believe is absolute for me. And even that is not absolute. It's only absolute for the now. And at any time, I can move on from this into another view, into another way of thinking, into another kind of lifestyle, another form of life. And I'm, I'm always progressing. So this is called as progressive thinking. Those are the liberals you find. And the whole presidential election of the United States, the, uh, the recent election was totally between conservatives and the liberals. And so the liberals are the progressive thinkers. Oh, they will be fine for Planned Parenthood. They will be fine for abortion. They will be fine for 
anything and everything they don't have any solid point of reference to which they come back and say these are our values these are our, the foundations these are the truths that we will live by and so today while we live in this kind of world this kind of thinking this kind of mentality even if i'm messed up it's my mess you don't mess with me yeah i'm messed up i know but why do you want to care that's the post modern mentality are you understanding what i'm saying that's how the that's how today's world functions and so while you are while the scripture is talking about being watchmen and relentlessly you know being vigilant over one another's life it's not a very pleasant job to do it's not something that people are going to accept it's not something people are going to appreciate it's not something that is uh, you know in coherence with today's world view and today's way of thinking and lifestyle and people's mindsets no but it's biblical we don't want to be following today's culture but we want to be following biblical culture amen well today's culture says even if i'm messed up it's my mess you don't mess with me who are you to tell me what i should do that's today's culture but biblical culture is watch over people's lives bark when the enemy is coming when danger is coming relentlessly be vigilant over people's lives so that they will not fall so that they will not slip into the hands of the enemy so that they will not become a prey to the enemy they will not fall into the traps that the enemy sets up well you can see a trap the enemy is setting up well you can see something that the enemy is doing against somebody if you're just keeping quiet and you know some decisions that people are taking are going to take them down the slippery slope and make them to fall if we keep quiet if we keep quiet the enemy is going to attack them we're going to be like the watchmen who are sleeping the watchmen who are blind we're going to be like the dogs who don't bark we're going to be like the dogs who are just eating and sleeping and dreaming are you with me this morning amen hallelujah we want to be the watchful watchmen whom god has placed amen hallelujah who will not live for selfish gain who will risk who will risk ourselves to being watchful watchmen well there can be on one side the attacks from the enemy on the watchmen also doesn't that happen many times the watchmen get beaten down the watchmen get killed sometimes and they loot the atm <laughs> they shoot down the watchman and loot the atm so it's being a watchman is a difficult job being a watchman is a difficult job and 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 the one who appointed us as watchman is god himself who's watching over us and he's there to protect us for he said i will watch over you and you're going out and you're coming in hallelujah the one who's watching over us the greatest watchman is the one who neither sleeps nor slumbers Hallelujah the one who watches over Israel neither sleeps nor slumbers and he is watching over us and he has also given us the same ministry of watching over other lives isn't it powerful hallelujah god wants you to be a watchman for your family
God wants you to be a watchman over the lives of people around you. To your relatives, your neighbors, your friends, your colleagues, church folk. Watch over one another's life. A watchman has to keep a watchful eye. Should not be indulging in living for selfish pleasure. You should be watching out for the tactics and the attacks of the enemy. He should not be existing for the benefit of himself. Look at Ezekiel chapter 34 and verse number 3. Quickly. Ezekiel 34 and verse 3. Son of man prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Ezekiel 34 verse 3. Son of man prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to you shepherds of Israel. Who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool and slaughter the choice animals. But you do not take care of the flock. Taking care of God's flock is a difficult job. It's not an easy job because when you start getting vigilant, some people who don't like to be under the vigilance and over the watchful eye will not like it. It's a difficult job. And there are also many shepherds who, are, who do not want to watch out, who, who do not want to be watchful watchmen, but who want to eat the curds. Who want to wear the wool of the sheep. Rip apart the sheep. Take away the wool. Suck from people's lives and clothe themselves. There are shepherds who want to do that. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves in the wool and, the sl sl and slaughter the choice animals, but you not take care of the flock. God wants us to be a shepherds, watching over people's lives. Also read Acts chapter 20 and verse 28. Even before the... We can start from the preceding verses from 26, Acts 20, verse 26 to 31. Therefore I declare to you, Paul is saying, that I am innocent of the blood of any of you. Hallelujah. That's being a good watchman. For I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. And so now you understand what's the job of a pastor, an overseer, an elder, a deacon. If they are not watching over people's lives, not just to pray for needs, not just to do housewarming and do burial and to marry, but to be an overseer means to oversee the spiritual welfare, ensure that they are fed with the word of God. It's, it's a responsibility of the shepherd to, she to feed the flock. To take them to green pastures and make them to feed on green pastures. And to take them by still waters and give them rest. To give them the sound teaching so that they are fed with the spiritual manna. The spiritual feed is given so that they will grow. So they will be satisfied. They will, be, they will eat and be satisfied. That's the job of a shepherd. And be shepherds of the church of God. Which he bought with his own blood. Every one of you are bought with the blood of Jesus. 
and Jesus has entrusted you to our care. So we have a huge responsibility of making sure that you are fed because you are God's flock. He's given us a task of feeding. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. This is what you see happening in the world today. There are many people who rise up in the name of God, in the in the, rise up in the name of ministry and draw disciples to themselves. And they feed on the curds and they clothe themselves with the wool. Everything that comes out of the sheep, they draw. But they will not care for the flock. They will not do the hard task of shepherding. They will not have the watchful eye. And they will not watch out. They will not go around cautioning and encouraging and building and, and teaching and shaping. The flock that God has given. They will be shepherds, but they will not do the work of shepherding. They will be watchmen, but will not be watching over. That's why I titled this morning's message as being watchful watchmen. And when you do that, very often it will feel very good. Nobody gets disturbed in any way. Nobody is cautioned. Nobody is warned. It's a very superficial level of ministry where you can just simply be, you know, feeding some straw and hay and everything and make them just satisfied at that moment but really not taking them to the green pastures not taking them up the mountain and looking and searching for the green pastures and feeding and sometimes it's difficult to get to the place of feeding it's difficult you know to climb up the mountain but then the shepherd is calling them calling the sheep come and while one is going astray and one is going away, you know, down a slippery slope, another one is going near the thickets, the thorns and the bushes. And one is going in another direction where the wolves and the bears are grazing on the other side. And they know that danger is coming. If the shepherd, if the watchman will not warn, if he will not speak up, if he will not say danger is coming, if he will not raise the red flag, if he will not go and use his staff and rod, that sheep will be devoured by the enemy. And so here is God calling the shepherds and Paul is saying about himself, hey, I have not, I am innocent of the blood of all men. I have fed you well. I have taught you the teachings of scriptures. I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God, everything, all of the teachings of scriptures. I have not minced my words. I have not made it a sugar-coated preaching. I've not done something which will just appeal, appeal to your ears and make you feel good. And I've not just been here to give you motivational messages that will just excite you and feed to your emotions. But I have delivered to you the whole will of God, the whole counsel of God, all of the teachings of how you should live. This is the responsible task of a good shepherd. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will rise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. You see, he's watchful. Guard yourself. 
Watch out for the dangers that will come after I leave. Remember that for three years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. This is what a good shepherd will do. What, what, what you see a shepherd doing on a, on a Sunday morning is only one part of what he does in caring and shepherding and feeding the flock and being a watchman. A true shepherd will cry for his people. Should cry for his people. Chapter 20 and verses 26 to uh, 31 we read. Let's go on to 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 16. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 16. Guard yourselves and your hearers. He tells Timothy. Be diligent in these matters. He's given a whole set of teachings to Timothy. And saying Timothy. I have taught you. I have been mentoring you. And I have entrusted you with the people of God. This is the church at Ephesus. Who has been entrusted to Timothy to oversee them. And he tells Timothy in chapter 4 and verse 16. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them. So that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them. Because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Hallelujah. Finally, we want to save ourselves and our hearers. Hallelujah. Paul goes on to say another place, you know, what is the use if I have preached to others and if I myself, I'm disqualified from the prize. We want to save ourselves and save the hearers also. For which we need to guard, for which we need to be watchmen. For which we need to be relentlessly vigilant and see what the enemy is doing and see the progress of the people. Jesus said to his disciples, before he went to the cross at the garden of Gethsemane, watch and pray. Watch and pray. But they were sleeping. Watch and pray. Because he knew that you will not fall into temptation if you watch and pray. Amen. God is calling us to a time of watching and praying so that we will not fall into temptation. Watch and pray so that others will not fall into temptation. Watch and pray so that your husband will not fall into temptation. Watch and pray that your wife will not fall into temptation. Watch and pray that your son, your daughter will not fall into temptation. Be a watchman. Watch and pray that the church will not fall into the hands of the devil. That the church, the people, of, the people of God will not be trapped by the devil. That deceiving spirits, wolves will come and devour. We pray that God will protect us from the wolves. The wolves will keep coming. And the wolves will come even in sheep's clothing. And people will come and distort the truth. But we need to watch and pray. Guard ourselves. These are times where people are falling away in many, many ways. There are some who are falling away to sin. Some who are falling away to sexual immorality. Some who are falling away to adultery. You see some who are falling away to false teachings. We see some who are saying, you know, your future sins have already been forgiven. So even if you sin, you don't have to feel guilty about it. And they teach it from the Bible. You see some who are saying that if you believe in God, you will not die physically. There are some who preach and teach and say that you know you will become one with God. And sin and hell and curses and everything is in God. You are in God and everything in the world is in God. And sin and curse and hell and everything is in God. And so when you sin, you are sinning in God. And hell's fire is not real fire. It's just the love of God 
because god is a consuming fire and that is the fire of love and so when you reject that love that's like fire to you so that is what is called fire in in the word of god and it's not real hell fire where we talk we have the understanding of you know where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth these are all the new false teachings they are preached in chennai they are preached in every city in this nation they are preached on television they are preaching of prosperity and the health and the wealth gospel where if you give so much of money you will get more if you give so much of money your cancer will get healed the prosperity gospel and people are falling away in large numbers large numbers even the elect are being deceived so we need to guard ourselves we need to be faithful watchmen who will watch over each other's lives where are we going what kind of meeting are we going to just because somebody is praying and prophesying don't go give your head to everybody discern what spirit they have just because somebody is conducting a christian meeting go don't go and sit there discern what kind of teaching they pre- they teach what are their beliefs we ought to be examining those things even more these days because the deceptive spirits are operational and wherever these things these false teachings happen you also see many of them accompanying with signs and wonders which deceive people even more because false spirits will also do signs and wonders miracles will happen and when miracles happen people get excited and they think just because miracles happen it's the holy spirit no not necessarily it can be an evil spirit and wherever there is untruth wherever there is false teaching it opens a door for false spirits because the spirit of god the holy spirit is a spirit of truth who leads us to all truth and when somebody is deliberately going after false teaching of scripture they are opening the door for falsehood and that opens the door for false spirits to enter and those false spirits will also give good success and do miracles signs and wonders which will impress people and that's how a lot of crowds start going after false teachers we got to be watchmen over god's flock we got to be watchful watchmen and so somebody is slipping away somebody is going to something which doesn't sound good you know a, a one family from our church many years back went to a meeting and this was called as a fire anointing and they thought this is some kind of a superior anointing you got the holy spirit anointing they got the fire anointing and so they went for this fire anointing meeting and the next sunday they came back and the two daughters started manifesting with the evil spirit while we were worshiping here and we had to cast out the demons because the place they had gone to as a fire anointing was not the fire of the holy spirit what was a strange fire it was a false spirit evil spirit that came and got into these two of them and they were good believers and the next time they came here the evil spirit started manifesting and we cast out the demons that's how dangerous it is that's why we need to be watchful that's why we need to be watchful amen hallelujah and so if we are not watchful the enemy will really affect us in a very easy way and that's why jesus himself said to simon before he died before jesus went to the cross he said simon simon satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat in luke 22 verses 31 and 32 but i have prayed for you 
Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Strengthen your brothers. When you have turned back, when you have become strong, strengthen others. Be a watchman. Be a shepherd over God's flock. Everybody's got this responsibility over each other. Would you watch and pray? As we read in Luke 22 verse 31 and 32. Would you strengthen others? Would you be a watchman over one another's lives? Peter was given the responsibility to watch over others. The, the ten others. Judas has betrayed Jesus. Peter is there. The eleven are there. And Peter has to recover. And after he had recovered, he should restore others. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants us to be watchmen. Who will be watchful watchmen. Who will have a restless oversight. Pray day and night. And who will have a relentless vigilance over people's lives. So that we will ensure that we will be saved. And we will also have everybody saved on the last day. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ultimately, what is the use if after in this whole life we have known Christ, but we don't ultimately make it to be with Jesus in heaven? What is the use if we fall away? It's not how important as to how we start. It's very important how we finish. Hallelujah. Maybe you had a slippery start. Many people have a great start. A mountaintop experience and then come down the valley. But it's more important to finish well right on the top. Amen. May God give us a grace. May we watch over one another. May God help us to restlessly pray day and night that righteousness will be established. That we will become the praise of the earth. And that we will relentlessly, tirelessly work to be vigilant over one another's life. Guard each other. Guard every other family. Guard every other individual. Hallelujah. You may say, oh, that person is from another family. How can I say something? We don't have to hurt. We don't have to be harsh. But God wants us to speak the truth in love. Amen. Hallelujah. If somebody you know is not doing well, somebody you know who was doing well is not doing well, speak into their lives. Would you open your life for somebody else to come and speak into your life? Would you give permission for someone to come and talk to you about something that you might not be willing to be talked about? Maybe it's a very sensitive thing. But that's an area where you need help. Would you allow somebody to watch over your life? Will you give permission for them to watch over your life? And would you be willing to risk your reputation and your safety place, a place of safety, and your comfort zone, would you risk stepping out to watch over somebody else's life? That's a challenge I want us to go with this morning, that we will restlessly pray and relentlessly be vigilant. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We want to watch and pray. That we will not fall in relation. We want to watch and pray Lord. That we will not let others fall into temptation. We need grace. To be watchmen. Watchful watchmen Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Draw us close to you Father this morning.
draw us to your presence. Draw us to the foot of the cross. Hallelujah. Grant unto us a spiritual awakening. Grant unto us a spiritual eyes. Spiritual eyes that will help us to see beyond ourselves. We pray, hallelujah, that we will not just be inward looking, but we will be outward looking also. That we will save ourselves and save others also. We know that the devil is a scheming devil. We know that the enemy is one who tricks people. We know that the enemy, Lord, comes and plots and plans and schemes. We know the enemy lays down traps. We know that the enemy looks for cracks in the wall. We know the enemy looks for, Lord, back doors that are open. We pray that we will fix them. We will plug them. We pray that we will shut them. We will lock them. Lord, we pray that we will build up the breaches. We will shut the cracks, O oh God. That no way the enemy will have any penetration or any foothold in anybody's life. Hallelujah. That in no way the enemy will have anything to do with anybody. Hallelujah. Even the weakest among us shall overcome the devil. Hallelujah. That even the weakest among us will be a watchman on the wall. Hallelujah. 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 Strengthen us that we will, Lord, restore others, O oh God. Cause us to recover this morning that we will restore others. Hallelujah. Oh, let us recover from the fall this morning. From, let us help us recover from the attacks of the enemy. Help us to recover from the hurt and the pain. Help us to recover from everything that has come against us in the name of Jesus. That we will be restoring, Lord, many others, O oh God. Cause us to be watchmen, vigilant watchmen, restless watchmen, praying day and night. Give us the passion. Give us the desire. Birth something new within us, O oh God. Birth something new within us, O oh Father. Hallelujah. That will not allow us to sleep. Open our eyes that we will not, Lord, feed. And Lord, desire for sleep and more pleasure. That we will not look for what we can get for ourselves. Oh God, hallelujah. We don't want to be like the watchmen of Israel who just fed on curds and wore the wool of the sheep. Hallelujah. We don't want to slaughter the sheep, O oh Father. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But we want to lead them by the green pastures and the still waters. We want to see their souls satisfied and Lord protected in the sheepfold. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, everyone in the sheepfold. Hallelujah. We pray that as you are the door, you will shut the door and guard over us. Watch over us, O oh God. You're the one who neither sleeps nor slumbers. Watch over us, O oh Father. Watch over our souls. Watch over our lives. Guard our hearts, O oh Father. Watch over us and our going out and our coming in. Watch over us while we are at workplace. Watch over us while we are among dangerous people. Watch over us while we are among deceptive people. Watch over us. While we are among, Lord, while we are walking, Lord, near a trap the enemy has set before us. Watch over us, O oh God, that we will leap over the traps and escape the traps. Watch over us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. We are thanking you. We thanking you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Bless your people abundantly, abundantly, abundantly. We give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us until Jesus comes in His glory. Amen. 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 May God bless you. May God watch over you. May God help you to watch over others. God bless you. Have a blessed week come in the evening. Remember 1st of October, coming Sunday, 10 o'clock, love feast, special celebration service. God bless you.